Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 83. Joe Farvin Burrow. Our picks are red hot, and it's the Bills division now. Here we go. Freestyle. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 83 of your favorite NFL podcast. Hopefully, should be. Picks are red hot, making you some dollar dollar bills. Uh, wherever you're listening in the world, Ni Hao, Priviet, Ola, Bonjour, uh, Konnichiwa, Vonnegum, Ciao, Guten Tag, and Marhaban. Hey, did we make that one up? No, it's Arabic. Hey, there we go. Marhaban. All right. Uh, I'm not crazy how you've hijacked my Sri Lankan. Yeah, what a, well, I got more now. You, you know, the, you're into it, so I'm you're not the like... only one who knows Sri Lankans. All right. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Wherever you're listening, all over the world, we love you. Uh, remember to please rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, especially all you Spotify listeners out there, we love you guys. And uh, please hit the subscribe button, share with your friends. For those who've been sharing, we love you. Uh, thanks to my boy John Albinson out in Sweden. By the way, shout out to the Flyboard Show that is back now at Chimelong Ocean Kingdom where myself and Huck Media uh, performed as flyboarders. And, yes, Weird Mike came for a very weird visit. Come on. It was I a really the, good I time. I rode the jet ski you to the light tower, You rode man. the jet ski at Chime Long. Anyway, big, trying to cop a big shout anyway. out to the boys that are back on the water. Uh, Farvin missed that place. Anyway. Hey, s- step one, right? Yeah. Road to recovery. Absolutely. Love it. Get the flyboard show back in the air. Big time energy at Centennial Studios today. By the way, today. folks, folks if, you're new to this, if you're new to the show, we talk flyboarding sometimes. It's this thing that hooks up to a jet ski, uh, Kawasaki specifically. And uh, on one end of a, of a 23-meter hose is the, is, the, is the Kawi, and the other end is you flying around on water pressure. It's the coolest far of a thing in the world. And it, uh, it is the other half of my life besides this show. We love you. And uh, that's what's going on. If you're new to the show, thanks for listening. Our picks are red hot. Uh, 35 and 13 are my point spread Hugh picks for the season. 3-5 and 1-3. Uh, that is also known as 73%. 73%. Uh, rounding up on the 72.9. That's what we do. That's what we do. Big time rounder-upper. Yeah, yeah. Do your hashtag. Hashtag <laughs> rounder-upper. No, 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 no. I got a pen in my hand. Yeah, anyway. I it's election night here. We're recording at Centennial Studios uh, in the barracks of Hawk Media. Uh, remember, go to huckmedia.ca for any and all media needs, especially drone flying. These guys are wizards out there. Anyway, Huck Media, we love you. Uh, Huck Daddy, before we get into everything going else, everything else that went on, tough day as we remember the Titans. Yeah, that was a disappointing one this weekend. Like we said earlier, it was just a boring, it was a boring game. And uh, I don't know, it just didn't go their way. I'll tell you who didn't think it was boring, Huck. The 12,600 people sparsely filled into Paul Brown Stadium. Absolutely. Loving their new savior yes. on some November sunshine. Joe Farvin Burrow. A.K.A. Pesky Joe. Any way you want to call it, number nine's a dangerous Bengal. And he will be for a long time. Everything he was doing at LSU, he's doing, he's doing in the pros. These are NFL defenses. He's done it consistently now. He's going to set records in almost every rookie uh, category. Uh, I don't care who you are right now. Besides Kansas City, you'd want him as your quarterback. <clears throat> uh, no time to panic for the Titans, though. Uh, you know, just didn't really show how to red zone turnover. Gostowski missed another kick. Yeah. Those struggles are real. He is not powering through. His, his foot is, or his football is, is tailing at 10, 12 yards in. It is, it is, it's something. So 
they went out and got this guy, and he's still giving them problems. But don't bail on the Titans. Just a, just a bad week. No, no, no. I'm not, never bail on the Titans, all right? Strong side. And uh, Huck takes the L in the books. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a big weekend in the NFL. Uh, we talked about this last week with some of our Look Who's Talkers. What got you? Because there's usually something that got you. My picks went five and one. Uh, the only thing, we lost by half a point. We were half a point from going perfect. That half a point was on our beloved Buffalo Bills. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, no, that half hook, hooked me too. Yeah, yeah. So pardon me not finishing that yeah, song. I, that, that was like sacrilegious. Um, yeah, that, that's what got me this week. Nolan, I, I know wherever you're at, you did the other part of that. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, I knew you'd pick me up, everybody. I appreciate that. Yeah. But anyway, five and one on the picks. Our boy Kevin O'Neill uh, followed our picks religiously. A three a three game ticket and a six game ticket. Unfortunately, he put the Bills on each one. It was a three and a half point spread. They won by three points over New England. But it was if you're a Bills fan, it's still a huge win, as that is our division now. I don't care about two a time or whatever. <laughs> They're a year away. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Yes. My I've downgraded Miami after that big win. That's right. The downgrade? No, come on, man. Yep. Uh, there was a really cool thing uh, after that fumble by the Dolphins, and it kind of looked like the w- the game was going to collapse on them. The Rams were kind of had their mojo going. Yep. Some Dolphin linebacker or something just revved up the team. Like, we picked this kid up before he came back on the field again. They were up 14 and never looked back. Don't sell it short. He may not have it on the field. He may have it elsewhere. Um, the Bills are still missing something. I think I think you were right a year ago. And how often do I say that? Okay, you know, you're saying it more this year. Jeff. Look, you're look, saying it more. You were right a year ago, in perspective, or maybe whenever the draft was two years ago. Okay, year and a, year and a half, we'll call it. Okay. When the Lions got T.J. Hawkinson, we got Ed, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver is awesome. He's he's awesome. See how fast this guy runs for a 300 pounder. He's 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 an awesome athlete. But Hawkinson would have been nice, or someone like that. Because he needs a big tight end. That, that'd be great. It'd be great. I'm not sure if we need it. We're a good, good, good team. But I would love it if he had a Gronk or some Gronk-style tight end to throw to. Why weren't they actively... I don't know. ...on the trade deadline? I don't know. I don't know. You said something about the cap or something earlier? I, I, no, I said teams were scared to make moves. I'm sure a lot of if you listen to sports stuff. Uh, because the cap's going down next year. So this supposed space because the cap usually goes up every year that you know you're going to have if you need to work out problems sure. to like have a short-term run for a year and a half year uh, to cover some wide receiver's big contract that a losing team's trying to get rid of. Common trade stuff. Trade day stuff. That didn't happen. Anyway. Um, yeah. So anyway, did anybody have a bigger day yesterday than Drew Locke? Or how about a bigger quarter? Uh, Dalvin Cook had a pretty big quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bigger, fa- like, you know, scoring-wise. Tied Ahmad Rashad, four touchdowns in a game. I forgot Ahmad Rashad played football. My main man! <laughs> Side note, Ahmad Rashad played football. Apparently it was really good. Four touchdowns in a game for the Vikings. I think he's, is he Hall of Famer? He might be. I don't know. Oh, back with uh, Sterling Sharp and uh, No, it was Farber. way before. Way before. Then he, got, then he did inside the NBA. He became Michael Jordan's best friend. Ahmad oh Rashad. God. That Ahmad? Huh? Real TV. Yeah, and real TV. That Ahmad Rashad played. Which was a foreshadowing for like half of TV now. Anyway, Ahmad Rashad. But okay, Drew Locke. Drew, Drew Farvin Locke. Two and a half quarters into that game, you're starting to think, okay, they lose this game. It's basically like an elimination game. It was. In this wild card hunt for the AFC. You got two, were they both, were they both two and four? 
Both two and four. Both two and four. KC and the Raiders doing well. Right. So, you know, you need this game. Chargers go up by 17 points. Herbert looks, looks great. I think everyone's a little bit too high on Herbert right now. I think everyone's a little bit too low on Drew Locke. I thought that before his amazing fourth quarter. I like Drew Locke. I like the way he throws the ball. Reminds me of Jay Cutler, but a little less, I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> I've never seen any, anybody receive more praise for losing more football games. I know. People are just gaga for Herbert. Yeah. Maybe because they, they wanted to love Tua well, and, and, and they're not. Well, and so he throws more. a good deep ball, which is a thing. That's a good thing to have. I'm not, I'm not saying you don't have a quarterback. You do. But let's, let's just relax on Herbert. And let's – I think everyone's just so ready to bury Locke so quickly. Anyway, he had a magnificent fourth quarter. I think he's a great quarterback. And, uh, yeah, watch out for Drew Locke going forward. Also, I th- what I'm saying is if, they, if he loses and he just continues to have that bad game, the whole season starts to go in a different direction. And they maybe start thinking about – because next year's QB crop looks amazing. So I think nobody had a bigger quarter for his career oh. than Drew Locke. So you're looking at the Drew Locke macro yes. pitcher. He had a massive quarter for his career, just he as also, far as belief from that organization. Don't you love it when your spread comes down to one play? Oh, yeah. Also, like, like they lose or they yeah. don't cut. Like so I was unlucky with the Bills, you know, not covering the three and a half, but I got really lucky with Denver coming back. And here's the other thing. Also, you know, we talked about live betting on the show before, folks. <laughs> Great team to live bet against. The Los Angeles Chargers right now, okay? True story. True so, story. And also just the new NFL, if you're down by three scores with a, with a good quarterback, you got a chance. Uh, I'm going to be picking against the Chargers. I'll tell you why in our Hugh Pick section. Oh, spoiler. you got an entire organization going in different directions. You know? I'll, I'll tell you more later. Um, yeah, just a lot of stuff going on. Picks are 35 and 13. We also went on Bet Openly show. Uh, bet underscore openly. Like the Craigslist sort of marketplace. You can check out other people's bad bets and be the house. Uh, collect that way. Check it out, bad underscore openly. Anyway, um, good guys out from San Francisco. You nailed the Thursday nighter. Nailed the Thursday nighter. Bonus pick, not even counting it this week. But I, 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 I said, yeah, you got to take Atlanta. I know it's crazy, but you, you, know, you do. And it ended up being the pick, obviously. Julio Jones back was a big deal. Carolina, folks, bad fave. Yeah. You know, teams that uh, you got to watch out for teams that are not traditionally favorites. Anytime they're at a field goal or more, you know, steer away. Yep. Uh, we had a guy named Danucci try to beat the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. Didn't do it. Hey. <laughs> the guy had a chance. Yeah, he did. Uh, two drives with the ball yep. and the lead yep. in the second half. Uh, sorry, kid. The, the league's going to pass you by. You had one chance. It's Sunday night. You didn't do it. Now you got the steel curtain rolling into Jerry's world. Right. And I'll tell you what's going to be in Jerry's world. 32,000 terrible towels. Yeah. And yes, absolutely. And you know what? Dallas has the unfortunate curse of being Dallas and America's team. It, like, it's, like, uh, it, you know, it's like this other sports. Like if the Yankees are are struggling. No one gives a crap. Like, we want to come into Yankee Stadium and kick your ass because it's Yankee Stadium. Uh, the Steelers don't get to play in Dallas. What is it, once every eight years, right? Uh, once every eight years. Correct. They also lost a Super Bowl there. Yes, they did. Um, I'm starting to think that Andy Dalton is faking COVID no. so he doesn't have to play this week because right. the Steelers have been bouncing his head off the turf right. for a decade. Yes. 
Okay, you think this guy's coming back to save this team he gives two shits about? Right. You know? Can, can I, can it, was, it, was a, yeah. it was a fake, fake COVID. Okay, Let, can, you don't, yeah, don't I, relax. Let me paint a quick picture, just quickly. Okay? Come it's, on. It's just kind of funny, okay? You know how if you have a job that pays, like, you know, anything, minimum wage, we'll call it, or slightly above, and you claim to be sick, right? What do you need? Weird, Mike. You need a sick note from your hospital because they don't want to pay you if you're just faking being sick for minimum wage. If you make $10 million a year and you say, I have COVID, they might check that. Then I'm just going to take your word for it. Really? Yeah. All right, stay home. Deep down, I think Dalton doesn't want to play this week. Sure. Next week, throw the kid out to the sacrificial lambs. Uh, I'm leaning just about locked in on the Steelers for my survivor. Yeah, survivor. To all you survivors out there, big time up. We are now halfway through the season, Hugh. You are one of them, is yeah, that right? Yeah, got the Eagles. So we got a couple of survivors. Eagles survived over Danucci. Uh, our uh, pool lost seven. A couple people took the Packers and got steamrolled by Dalvin Cook. That yeah. just happened. Yeah. They were up big, and then they weren't. That's the Vikings under Zimmer after a bye division game. Come on, you got to smell that. Like, all the NFC North teams are always closer than you think, besides the, the, the given game every year where Aaron Rodgers smokes the Bears. And always, <laughs> and always the second game. Yeah. They've played two times inside eight weeks. That's right. rare. Usually right. the, the first game is much yeah. later. And uh, Huckster, a lot of people took the Titans. Over the Bengals. Yeah. See ya. Later, dudes. Okay. And uh, so you're taking the Steelers this week. I am uh, 95% cranked up. Danucci's officially starting. Is that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. COVID list, concussion protocol, faking it, making red haired children, whatever so you want to call uh, it. He's at home. Unless you hear otherwise, we're going with the Steelers. And uh, there's 58 persons remaining. People. People. What's Danucci's first name? Ben. Ben Danucci. I don't get it. Na, 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 the kid na. is from Pittsburgh. He's in Philly, his hated rival on Sunday night. He literally was given, you know, a chance to prove himself yeah. as a third string. This this chance wasn't gonna come for three years. He's from Pittsburgh? He's from Pittsburgh. I did not know that. Anyway. I don't think I'm worried anyway. Um Steelers roll. <clears throat> the Bucks are about to blow up the NFC, folks. I just want to let you know before it happens. Uh because the spreads are going to start to get out of control. But for the next week or so, you might be able to get a good price on them. They're about to add Antonio Brown to that offense. Ronald Jones is a great backup. Got a little bench last night because of the fumble. Or, you know, Fournette, Jones, Gronk, the speedy white kid. Uh, Miller? <laughs> is it Miller? Miller. Miller time. Um, I, I don't see why Tom goes to Miller so much. He didn't have anyone else to throw to uh, last yeah, night. Yeah, maybe last night. Okay. He's also on their third DB because the first guy's uh, covering Evans anyway. Uh, it's nice that they, they just got by the Giants, which was our fifth, our, our last two pick of the week. Um, nice pick, by the but way. It, thank yeah. you. But it was nice to get just by them because that sets up a nice price this week, which we're going to be on. Um, just going back to the Eagles for one quick second. You know how I love making <laughs> the picks? Uh, Three months in advance, sometimes two months in advance. You know, the future future point spread pick. I got to tell you, you're leaking those hue picks left, right, hey, and center. Here. I, <laughs> hey, when they're hot, they're like flowing out of me like lava. Yeah, your future lines. Uh, they they uh, work. Uh, I took the Steelers. Somewhat of a pet peeve of mine, what, so I've never right. been. But anyway. Like I said, first Steelers-Ravens game, taking the Steelers. Okay. Uh, to be fair, Ravens played a great game. Uh, Lamar lost that game. And I like Lamar. And he does things that other guys can't do. And 
Yeah, I, I don't even think he's as bad of a thrower. As, I didn't like the game plan. They stopped throwing after the picks. You got to just keep going. But anyway, what are you going to do? <clears throat> I'm not going to be one of those guys that says, like, oh, they should have passed it on fourth down because then if that, that messes up, it's like, why don't you just run Lamar for three yards, you know? Like, you can't really win. But as far as the, uh, the Eagles are concerned, the Eagles, and this is my futures pick, they're going to win the division, just like predicted about a month ago. Best quarterback in the division, not even close. Uh, they're going to win the division, and they're going to host a playoff game. And I'm hearing talking heads left, right. I'm sure you all are, folks, back home, saying, why does it even matter? Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, all, the, like all of the teams in the NFC East should just rebuild. No, no, no. This is a one-game tournament. This isn't other sports where, okay, obviously the Grizzlies, your, your Grizzlies there, uh, weird Mike. Take a shot. They're not going to beat the Lakers in a seven-game seven series. So then it's like, okay, it's a bit of a different thinking. This is, this is a one-game tournament that just doesn't take, you know, it, it's, if you can win a division and get a home playoff game, you are ahead of 75%, 80% of the league. More, right? And that's always worth it. And the Eagles are just going to get healthy at that right time. They're going to get all Sean back randomly. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, this guy's on the team. They might get Deshaun back from his high ankle sprain right around playoff time. Uh, they get a little bit healthier. They, they're, they're fighters. And some of that core team, like Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, these are the guys that won the Super Bowl. And I am taking them on point spread as the home dog in that first playoff game. It's going to be against, you know, Green Bay or the Saints or some wild card team that, you know, like that, that's probably better than them, maybe. Could be the Bears. Could be the Bears, bro. Anyway, I'm taking them. Whoever it is, Eagles point spread, first playoff game, you can write it down right now. Uh, and if our uh, playoff prognostications have been right in years past, that will be the Saturday night yes. wild card. Could be. Uh, because, you know, everybody's kind of always got one eye and wants Philly to lose. Sure. So they get a little bit of audience. Sure. Right? It, was, it's been, it was Seattle, Philly. It sure. could be Seattle, Philly again. Seattle. Right? Um, yeah. Seattle. Uh, Told you, Russ was going to do Russ things, throw perfect touchdowns. Jimmy was going to do Jimmy things, throw picks, and not finish the game. That's definitely Jimmy. And by the way, I think that, you know, I think that was it. I think that was it. Um, They've upgraded a quarterback right now. How about that? If Jimmy G was in the game, if Jimmy, the spread right now for the Thursday nighter is five and a half, is five points. Is it five? Five points for the Packers. So there you are, a Niners fan, down 17, and your third stringer comes in, and what do you say? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Major upgrade. Yes. Let's do it. Folks, never let one game change your mind, okay? I was a victim. I, I was wrong. I, I, I was high on Mick Mullins and my truth of the week. I was like, look, listen to Kyle Shanahan, okay? He was, he's basically telling you that, that he knows Nick's better. And then uh, he had that one bad game after the good Philly game, and I was like, okay, I'm going to slow down on Nick Mullins. No, no, no. I should never have got off the Nick Mullins train, okay? Just letting you know, if Jimmy G was, was in a quarterback right now, the way he's been playing, and if you would actually, if Vegas had got to see what Nick Mullins just did to Seattle at the end of that game, fifth best PFF grade, by the way, for his playing time uh, for quarterbacks last week. Well, Nick Mullins throwing to Kendrick Bourne, some backup tight end, and Brandon Ayuk. Everybody else was hurt. Really wish Coach, Coach Dan was here this week and he'd back me up on all this Mullins hey, he'd talk. He's telling me to shut up about Mullins. Big shout out to Coach Danny coming on. Big guest host. Everyone's loving him. Loving it. 
Yeah. Um, one quick tidbit. I shared this on our Instagram. By the way, follow us on Instagram at Hughes Talking. And follow Weird Mike on Instagram at Weird Mike, spelled M-I-C, like the microphone that he's currently talking into. Um, yes. Uh, your co-host, also the social media stepchild. Yeah. Of the Look Who's Talking crew. <laughs> The pecking order is Huck Media, Who's Talking, <laughs> VOG's account still going, <laughs> yeah. and then and then Weird Mike. But you know, slowly but surely, yeah. Um, haunted uh, excursion out in uh, Hamilton, for those of you that checked that. So uh, we're keeping it weird, and we're keeping it. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Haunted excursion out in Hamilton. On the uh, my last post, I went out into uh, Binbrook, Ontario. Oh right, okay, okay. We okay. roamed the uh, the haunted fairgrounds where there was an equine massacre. Yes. All right. And I took the Colts. Remember, every video yes. has a pick, a company. There's always a number behind the video. It's either you ASAP. You should remind people of that at the start of the video it's rather than just uh, hey, an, an, an intro. It was, it was, it was people a, might not get to the end of it. It was a blue moon. <laughs> I, was, I was using that are to you, sell. Are you hearing me? <laughs> like, hey, I have a pick for you at some point here. Here we go. Here I am, folks. <laughs> Yo, quick shout out to DJN. DJN Den and the boys at uh, the Bet Guys and uh, yo, we always shout out the babies. How about love? Big fan of the show, big sharer of the show. Condada, aka Dots, engaged, lovely lady. Uh, he's got himself. Congrats, Brian. We farve and love you. Yeah, we farve and love you, Dots. Uh, all right. Before we get into any of this other crap, uh, let's let's get into the picks. We're red hot, and uh, that's what people are listening for. We, we were three for three on props last night on Instagram. Yo. We were five and one this week on our uh, Hugh picks. And uh, I want to spend some time just talking about all the games coming up this weekend. We hope you enjoyed the games last weekend. But we're right in the heat of it. It's football weather. Let's far and go. Cue the OB tries. Hugh picks. You. All right. Hugh picks this week, folks. Uh, yeah, we are 35 and 13, one three for the season. That is 73%. If you round up from 72.9, if you don't round up from 72.9 to 7.3, we'll farve you. All right, 73%. Here we farve and go. We are taking the Arizona Cardinals minus four and a half at the Miami Dolphins. Look, that was a that was a a, a faux win. Okay, I know it's team football and. And I'm not saying that was there's anything wrong with beating the Rams and beating them so handedly. But when you have a fumble return for a TD and other special teams touchdowns, and one team has 31 first downs and you have eight, uh, one team outgains you like 471 to 140. Look, this just telling me a lot about your football team right now. Fitzpatrick's Dolphins. This might be a pick'em. Okay, this is two Taglio Taglo Vailoas uh, Dolphins. Okay, uh, so four and a half. I don't think it's enough. This is the second football game. I'm getting a playoff Arizona Cardinals team fighting in the best division in football, coming in off a of bye week, ready to rock and roll, uh, not scared of the Miami Heat. They're from Arizona. A little damper, same temperature. Not scared of that. I don't I don't believe in Tua's offense yet. I do believe in Arizona's offense. Their defense is also making plays against way better offenses. They just faced Russell Wilson and beat him in a clutch game. I'm not scared of a number under a touchdown against Tua Tagovailoa's uh, Miami Dolphins offense right now. Take the air raid offense, which had another week to prepare. This is a two-week preparation to face Miami's defense. 
Uh, I don't think I sh- you should be scared of it. The Rams just put up a whole bunch of points and just didn't score enough. Uh, weird game. But remember, watch the game. Don't just look at who won. Okay? Full win by Miami last week, and I'm taking advantage with a nice number on Arizona. It is not two a time. Okay? <laughs> it's zona time. We're taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus five and a half at home against the New Orleans Saints. Yes, tough division game. I know. But this is not the Saints of old. It's a different Saints team. They've been trailing every game this year. Chicago Bears don't have any sort of the offense that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are about to unleash this Sunday. They're adding Antonio Brown to an already potent offense. They know this team already. They spent all summer studying how to beat them. So they're just inputting one of the best receivers on planet Earth, love him or hate him, uh, and he and Tom Brady already have a rapport. I don't think this is going to take too long. We might be getting Chris Godwin back from a dislocated finger. I also see uh, Brady having more rapport with these fourth and fifth receivers the way he used to do in New England. Also, Antonio Brown is going to get so much attention. Mike Evans is going to get so much attention. You're going to have these... Uh, you know, Mickens and Miller and, uh, you know, the running backs out of the backfield, just wide open against these zones. I don't see, uh, I don't see the Saints defense, who's not what we thought they were. Uh, if they had a trouble, if they had trouble stopping the Bears, they're going to have a, a nightmare stopping the Bucks this week. Retribution game for the week one, and it's basically a solidification of the Bucks' new ownership of this division for the next few years. Drew Brees is on the way down. Somehow at 43, Tom's on the way up. Tom's playing like a top four quarterback in the league. Uh, Drew's struggling to throw balls over 20 yards. He just is. Take the Bucks minus five and a half. Uh, yeah, under a touchdown, they're going to win by 10. I'm taking the Colts with my bronze pick, plus two and a half at home versus the Ravens. Look, the Ravens, you know, I wanted, them to, I wanted to take them this week because they actually were pretty impressive against the Steelers, except for their quarterback. I like Lamar. I think he does things that other guys don't do. But the things that, that he does bad are hard to fix, and they're hard to fix against the Colts. If he was going up against the Jags this week, great week to unleash Hollywood Brown and do take some deep shots. He can throw good deep balls. He doesn't throw great outs or deep cutting outs. Or he's, and he's also like, he's not necessarily looking down his receivers, but he's doing a very predictable non-look down, which the Steelers defense is smart enough to read if I can read it. Yep, he's looking left and then throwing to his stop route right, Mark Andrews. Or he's throwing to his little in-cut right. He's just doing a quick left and then a very predictable right. He does it so much that now it's readable. They're... Their linebacker on the Steelers who replaced Devin Bush, their star linebacker from Michigan, was able to read it in his second NFL game. Great story. Watched on Instagram uh, of his family celebrating his pick six in his second game. I love football. But, uh, yeah, the Indianapolis Colts, they're an impressive offense after that bye week. Weird Mike was right. Frank Reich's a great passing coach. He made Nick Foles throw 500 yards against Billy B in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. And he's got Phillip Rivers... Looking better than he has in the last two years on the Chargers. This is a, he went up against a Detroit team last week that wanted to win. Max Effort went in there, destroyed him. So I like Frank Reich and Phillip Rivers' offense right now to do the proper recipe to beat the Ravens. Get up early with a passing attack and have a good enough defense to, you know, bend not break against the Ravens. Yeah, we'll let you run it, Lamar, but as soon as you pass it, we got you to the point where you're not going to pass it. You're not going to beat us. 
So I'm getting the team that I think is going to win the game at plus two and a half points taken. All right. Another story just like that. I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders plus one uh, going into Los Angeles. Look, they just did a windy, weird game in Cleveland. Mucked it out with a nice win. They're now on their way to a, a, a solid wild card opportunity. Also, they beat the Chiefs. Chiefs right now are may as well be Zeus. All right. They beat him. So who are they scared of? Tell you who they're not scared of. Justin Herbert. Okay. Where no lead is safe. Also, you're facing against a Chargers team. And I mentioned this earlier. We got an organization and a head coach totally in different places. Makes for a weird locker room. You've lost four games uh, where you uh, well, you didn't lose them all. But you've given up four straight 16-point leads. The entire team is pumped right now. They got a quarterback. The organization's pumped right now. You know, you got the marketing people planning stuff with Justin Herbert because they know he's going to be around for a long time. You got the GM being like, yo, you know, we, we nailed it. Uh, you got other guys on the team being like, yo, I'm, I'm going to resign here. We got a quarterback. And I, I think Justin Herbert's going to do it. I think he's going to be a real, real deal. But it's his seventh game, and he makes dumb decisions. He throws a good deep ball. He doesn't have, make, he's not the best decision maker yet. He's throwing late picks and losing games. And again, this deep ball overload isn't always going to work. They're going to get the book on him. The Raiders have an underrated defense. Underrated defense. Who shut down Baker's running game. And in a game they, they, they should have been able to run in, but they didn't. And I'm taking uh, the team is heading to the playoffs to a team that knows they're not heading to the playoffs with a coach trying to hang on to a team that doesn't really care about this year. But the coach does. Coach desperate, team not in, in L.A. Baker's a bad team. <laughs> uh, I, I believe in Baker. I do. Okay, so they're taking the Raiders plus one. They're going to win this game. I think they're going to win it handily. So uh, take them. All right. I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers minus 13 and a half in Dallas. I got Danucci versus... The number one defense in football. I got the Dallas effect. Everyone loves showing out in front of Jerry. Maybe half these guys might want to beat Cowboys one day, all right? You always want to show off at Jerry's world in front of Jerry. He might sign you. Also, everyone's watching. Fox Game of the Week, Troy and Buck. You know, Steelers don't always get on that Fox broadcast. Also, they're going for 8-0. And Mike Tomlin's a good enough coach to hold it all together. Not let this one slip. This is, and I don't like taking 13 and a half points on the road. Normally, if I do, I got one of the best teams in the, in, in the world versus a backup quarterback. That's when I'm taking 13 and a half points on the road. So this isn't necessarily based on an offense that's going to go out and score 30, 35. This is my prediction that that uh, I don't think, I have a 13 and a half point spread. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are going to score 13 points. So this is a this is based on the Steelers' D wanting to just shut down. They had Lamar last week. That's a tough assignment in Baltimore. This is Ben DiNucci. Steelers looking for that bagel. Look, they've been looking to shit kick someone all year. This is finally it because they haven't been able to. It's going to be a nice Steeler party down in Dallas. And uh, don't be scared of the number I was for a bit, but I've really thought about this game. And uh, Steelers totally healthy besides Bush. Replacement looks good. They show out in Dallas, and I don't think uh, Dallas scores even 13 points. All right. 
And I'm taking Houston, minus seven, uh, in Jacksonville. Look, to get back on track game for, for Deshaun Watson's offense, they're pretty healthy on offense. They got Larry Tunsil, Deshaun Watson playoff team last year. Yeah, they got shit kicked by Green Bay, but hey, you know what? They were still moving the ball on offense. This isn't, this isn't Green Bay they're facing. This is Jake Luton's Jacksonville Jaguars. Gardner Minshew's out. You know, who, you know who honestly could be the MVP? Honestly, if he played all year? I'm not saying he should win it. But you take Gardner Minshew out of the Jaguars this year, they're not, they're not much. So uh, regardless of uh, you know, time off, uh, the Jaguars without Minshew are barely an NFL team as far as offense is concerned. And I like Houston after the bye week to have a feel-good win against a division opponent they know well uh, against a backup quarterback. This is not the time. This is not the time of the year you want to be facing Houston. While some, there's still some hope of kind of this season. They like Romeo. For them, maybe not. Maybe not for math guys. We might think they're out. We might know they're out. But hey, it's week nine. It's not week twelve. Get a couple. String a couple wins together. Could be four and six. Who knows? You got the extra playoff team, uh, extra playoff spot this year. Might be uh, just enough. And you're getting them under a touchdown. I got Deshaun Farvin Watson versus Jake Farvin Luton. Okay, don't overthink this. Okay, and uh, yeah, that's it. Giddy up, those are your picks this week. Here we Farvin go. You. Wow, <clears throat> Hugh. Um, I guess the biggest statement was that you sorta, kinda looped in Minshew to MVP talk. <laughs> no, no, no. I no, just no, said no, no, no. That's, that's there's the most valuable player to his team. The Jaguars ain't much that, without that him. Sounds like the same sentence. I'd like to apologize. Right. <laughs> on your behalf. Uh, Jake Luton. Uh, where's he from? What's the deal with this kid? I believe he's from Oregon State. Another freaking beaver. Yep. Makes his way on to look who's talking. The beaver backup bus. The beaver backup bus. Uh, the I bus own, of beaver backups. I own several buses, folks. Right. Yes, you do. Um... Uh, arid in Arizona and humid in South Beach. It is not the same heat. Yeah. So it is a totally different climate. Sound arid. It sounds like what some, someone from the island would call their dog. Arid, extra dry. Hey, arid. Anyway, not the same climate. Right. So it is still a jump. Heat to heat. Anyway, just something I, I just, you know. Yeah. Did you just do a jingle? Was that a jingle of some sort? Yeah, it was a commercial... Uh, the amount of jingles that are in my head every day or it's far and weird. It was a spray deodorant. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay away from that Colts-Ravens game. Yeah, you do that. Uh, you know, Colts are a different team with those players, man. Darius Leonard, he's a real defensive player, yeah. MVP candidate. Yep. Um, the Raiders, back in L.A., yeah, it's buried the headlines. It, oh, sorry. that should be their head. That's, that's their that. home. I was, well, I was getting at that because that Spanos cheap fuck of an owner. Yeah, squeezed Oakland Alameda, the county. Anyway, now they're in Vegas. Not that they're upset, but yeah, he was the screwball in that whole equation, and now they're there. So I kind of think they lay like this whooping, like this you know, old school AFL beat down. Yeah, so uh, I like that, and the Bucks. Game of the week. Uh, the Pittsburgh game is on CBS. Oh, it's, oh CBS? Any chance they could get Romo back into Dallas, they salivate. Yeah, I guess there. so. He's, That's right. Yeah, the trainers were great. Right. You know, right. you know, you, Nance is hiding his boner. You know, it's real. 
you feel like at the end of this, by the end of this ten-year contract that with Romo and CBS, he's not even going to have a voice? Like I found his voice is really diminishing, like just in power, like in sound, in actual. So he, you know, maybe new to this. And I'm a bit raspy myself, but I mean, jeez, like. But you're pulling it from your body. If you just use your cords, yeah. That's why people maybe accuse you and I of being too loud. But. We're not. We're using our bodies to speak. Why are you touching and your nipples there? I'm, 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 I'm that, outlining our lung capacity here, Jeff. <laughs> they just happen to be around. Anyway, <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't do that th- through my Hugh picks. I would have to just start over. So anyway, I, I, I like it. Uh, I would. I'm not crazy about the dolphin. I think two has got time. I think he sees oh, I himself. I love that. I love that pick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I that's told, the one I love. Like I told you to budge off Seattle last week, and you know, and I was right. Yeah, and you sent me a text at half. Said, look, budge this. Look, Kyler Murray's <laughs> gonna do Kyler Murray things, and 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 two is it's his second game. It's just the guy, like he, he could have picked it. I mean, look, they got a nice. He got a pass last week, basically against the Rams because of all those special teams touchdowns. But like you're, you're lining up two his first games. Hey, let's take the Rams and the Cardinals right now. Like these two NFC West powerhouses. I don't know. It's, could have picked the Jets game. Like, maybe, uh, maybe they did that on purpose. Once they had the game in check, sort of just, you know, why expose yourself even further against a, a similar team right. that you'd be playing next week? Either way, this supposedly good Dolphins defense gave up like almost 500 yards. Sure. So, um, weird pick. You ready? Yeah, I'm far and ready. Six and four on the year. Yep. One and one last week. Mm-hmm. Really cashed the smash. The smash was, just remind people? Colts. Colts. The Indianapolis Colts over Uh, the Detroit Lions. That's the one I was worried about. Which was a demolishing. It was a demolition. It's nice when your picks... I know know people love, like, the the close ones are fun, and, like, you know, they get your heart going, but the ones where it's just over, like, actually over, not weird Mike over, okay? When your team scores a touchdown, it's not over in the first quarter. But when, like, you got, like, a... 12-point dog, and, like, your team goes up 14. You're like, sweet. This is great. Call that a laydown. Love it. Anyway, Colts were a laydown in the third quarter when they are up three touchdowns. You know, uh, wandering through that equine haunted story on Halloween sort of made me pull back a little bit because I had the Colts, you know, the horse connection. So I kind of pulled back, but it really pulled through. Because you were on a horse? No, it, the, it whole, made you the think- whole haunted equine experience. The I'm just trying before, to help the listeners understand. You were on a horse and made you think to not bet the Colts. No, I was not on a horse. On Halloween night, I wandered through a haunted equine experience in Biddenbrook, Ontario. When you say equine experience, horses, horses, equine. I don't. I did like. Okay. I thought that was Equestrian? common knowledge. I did. I did not. I've never heard that term before. Really? Equine? No. Huckster, you heard of equine? Of uh, course, you've heard of equine. Sorry, I'm not up on my horse ebonics. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Colts delivered. Yeah. And I missed the sprinkle with the Niners. Yeah. As you've uh, told me to budge this. Right. If you will. Well, I mean, you anyway, know. don't fade the picks, folks. You know, it's the reverse hot doesn't equal cold. You know, weird Mike math for you. Sure. Uh, we're going to one city and one city only this week. Okay. That sounds and normal. I'm talking <laughs> about New York, baby. We're smashing. We're semi-smashing <laughs> on the New York Giants plus three and a half at the Washington football team. Okay? Mike loves himself some Monday night snake bit losers. Short week, 
Should have almost beat the best team in the league, Hugh, according to you. And they didn't. They, they, the Giants beat the Bucks. Daniel Jones lost the game. So Danny's sometime dime. Sometimes dime. Danny, sometimes dimes Jones. Um, anyway, division, tight game. He'll be replaced. He's not the guy. Folks, when was the last time the Washington football team's been a favorite? Exactly. Yeah. They don't belong there. They don't know how to handle it. If it was under a field goal, I wouldn't take it. But it's over right now, so I'm getting it. And, uh, you know, the Giants moved the ball. Like you said, sometime dime. Uh, missed the big one in the big spot. But on a rainy November in Washington, nobody's watching. Not a big spot. He gets it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stays uh, in the race in the NFC least. For now, two wins, thick of things. Just one and a half games back. So take that as the semi-smash, and we'll be sprinkling on the other side of that river. The Jets. I'm on the jet stream. You're on the jet stream. Talk about it. You're, on, you're picking the Jets. Plus seven at home on Monday Night Football, a.k.a. their Super Bowl, their only chance to prove to the league that they are not a joke because nobody's watching a second of any other game. Also, Sam Darnold playing for his job in the Jets. Yes. Uh, perhaps a Drew Locke moment emerges. That's what I mean. For Sam Darnold. That's a, that's a I mean, they, they still might, even if they don't pick first, they can still draft Justin Fields, whatever. But this has been a theme since the preseason didn't happen. <laughs> People, Farvin, hate the Patriots. Oh, God. What do you mean, oh, God? It doesn't matter. The Bills hate them, they steamroll it. Jimmy G it's hates them, they steamroll Professional roll. football. Guess who hates? Everyone's trying to beat each other. Hey, your picks go yeah, okay. without fine. Right? Yes. You want weird? Go ahead. Here's some Farvin weird, bro. Okay. We're sticking in New York. Okay? J-E-T-S. I might even, depending on the weekend goes, sprinkle on that money line. But who the Farver, the Patriots, seven points better than right now? Okay? The Jets kind of hung around. The Chiefs needed a fake punt to get themselves back on track. Obviously, it wasn't close. I cruised on Survivor. I kind of had my finger on the pulse with the Jets all year. Uh, those of you survivors out there, <laughs> are, they al- are they alive? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't exactly know where to check. <laughs> right. I was going to say. Um, the hate and gaze, nobody stays winless forever. We know this. Uh, and the Patriots are down and out. They're small. And the Jets, plus seven? Come on. I got, I got something just for you to ponder back home. Two things, folks. One, I'm in what, do you think, what do you think it's like to be on the New England Patriots when you're losing? It's always been kind of weirdly not happy to be there, and you're winning championships, right? But it's like, it's all good because you're all winning and everyone's getting rings. So, but now you're two and five, and he's about to blow it all up over the next year and a half. He's looking at everybody like, oh, you're cut. Like, you're gone. Like, you'll be a jet. Like, you know, like... I bet that building's miserable right now. I had an epiphany uh, watching that game. Uh, I think Julian Edelman should retire. <laughs> just, just that's it. He what? had the best of the best at the best time. He still got, t- you, he's, yeah. He still got the, some left. You know, he's, yo, know, he's his body's beat up, man. He played. He was a four-year starter in college too. His, he was, his he, best friend in the league is forty-three. And in the MVP race. Uh, do you think Julian's a- seven years younger than eight years younger than Julian? You had a good time. Hang it up, buddy. You got paid twice. 
Please don't. Save that body. Don't listen to Mike. Retire whenever you want. Go be the Kent State Athletic Director. What are you talking about? Hey, uh, you know he's what? He's going to go be the slot receiver in Tampa Bay probably next year. You think You think he's just going to be one of those tag-along guys that just go? Tag-along guys? We talk like Gronk? You know, do you think uh, Tampa Bay is going to be New England South? I think that I think they got something going there, and Tom likes his guys. I mean, Antonio's kind of plays the same position, probably faster. Anyway, doesn't matter. Start spreading the news, folks. Secondly, so horrible to be in New England right now if you're in that staff on that team, whatever. It's just a nightmare. Horrible. Secondly, maybe the best bet when I've we, ever when made. We, when we t- <laughs> Honestly. When we talk about, yeah, maybe. I called. Yeah, you called I, it. I called somebody up to expand the limits, and I should have went harder. They're two and five, and if they don't win eight games, you win big. If they don't win nine games, you win even bigger. Yeah. Correct. Well, if the Jets roll them on Monday, they win his squad. Correct. Now, again, when, I, when we ever say, like, yo, Sam Darnold's fighting for his job, you might not think to yourself, like, what does that matter, right? Put yourself in his shoes, okay? Put yourself in his shoes and think about the effort that you would give so that your, your organization that currently pays you $50 million to be the guy uh, doesn't have the opportunity to replace you with the guy that they want to. And then you just take the cards out of their hands. So you're getting maximum effort. And if you watch him play, he's good. He's not the best, but he's good. And uh, you're going to get max, max effort with, without, out of Sam Darnold, which is more important than like max effort out of Sam DiNucci or Ben DiNucci, right? Ben DiNucci. Yeah, I don't want that batty sticking around. Stop making up a jingle for DiNucci. <laughs> that arid extra dry was a real commercial from like the 80s and 90s. <laughs> it always aired when we watched Gladiators and wrestling. That's why it's familiar. Right. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's like, it, it's like uh, you know, clowns are weird, scary, you know. Uh, so the, the McDonald's gets rid of it and replaces it with just a sound you make when you do a fun, like a long pee, you know. <laughs> I think the, uh, the elevated play from questionable QBs is a solid angle, Hugh. I really do. Yes. Uh, I think it's more pronounced when there's a couple aces in college. Lawrence, uh, the Ohio State guy, Fields. Fields. Like, Trey right, Lance. Right. If there's not two or three studs and it's like this average year. Did you see Zach Wilson, the BYU guy? That guy can friggin' zing the ball. Anyway, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be first-round graded that traditional team. Like, I think Daniel Jones. Look, Daniel Jones was missing throws the same way Garoppolo misses throws. He's short and late on his out routes, and he's overthrows his deep balls because he just doesn't really have the best accuracy. What's up with that BYU kid? He's like a full Mormon? Dude, he's, is he like, I don't know. Like he's got Aren't the, they all full Mormon no, there? No, no. For the football, it's a blurred line. You know, it's like... Do you ever go full Mormon anymore? It's 2020. Um, <laughs> full Mormon's definitely on the decline. If you're listening to this show and you're full Mormon, please message us on Instagram, and we'd love to find out that you're real. Hashtag <laughs> LDS. Sure. You don't even know what that means, do you, Hugh? Long drive station? <laughs> Latter-day Saints. Oh, okay. No, we're talking Utah here. We're talking Park City. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, what do they... I don't know. Anyway. Anyone who knocks on my door with a Bible I've never heard of before, thanks, but no thanks. So we got... I'll a, take your Swedish berries. We got a live update on the election here, folks. No, we Biden, don't. Biden, 30 to 18. Although I do love the way John King, with his enormous nose and fake-looking face and enormous hands, has the gentle touch of a baby fairy on this cool screen thing he does. It's a real talent. The, uh, the CNN map? Yeah. By, by county? It's like a video game that he's mastered. It's like geography for hediats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I didn't know Kentucky was so close to Ohio. Right, folks. right, right. It really is a skill because a lot of the guys, like, they tap the side like they're your, you know, stupid uncle on an iPad. Yeah. But, like, he's got that nice touch. So 30 to 18 real time. Whatever you're listening, who knows if the uh, results are still in. Yep. Common question said while watching CNN tonight. There's two Dakotas, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, to all our American friends, uh, Kyle Ford, living in China, American expat, big voters, shouted out and appreciated the, uh, the reach out across the world. Idaho is like the, 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 the eye of the, the geographical storm. Like, you never go there. Iowa. Even by accident. Iowa. Idaho is a state too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but Idaho's two red electorals. Locked just, up, I right? just mean it's in the middle. Like you're never gonna go. You'll fly over it 150 times in your life. You'll never go. Anyway, uh, okay. You know what? So for all you Idaho folks, we'll go. We'll go one day. We'll do a road trip to I, Idaho. I've been to Idaho. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Nobody believes that. With Brent Sescon in 2009. Correction, 2008. Two days before another election, what was McCain versus Obama? What was uh, what's the, what are they known for? In ten seconds, give me the best thing about Idaho. Uh, potatoes is the PEI of America. Idaho potatoes. The PEI of America. Absolutely, <laughs> they produce Prince all the potatoes. Prince Edward Island. So, uh, where, do know, little, where do we get our? Where do we get our potatoes? A folks? small island from. In, in, in the, Why are you guys laughing? Surrounded by Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful, gorgeous. Some where do you get your potatoes, Hugh? Uh, Canadian potatoes. Mostly, I'd say from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> PEI pounds out the potatoes. Idaho pounds out the potatoes. They're also known for Boise State football. I'm picturing somebody just pounding a massive thing of potatoes with like a bat or a waddle, canoe paddle. Uh, we were in Idaho two days before. Pound the potato. An American election. Oh Sounds like something a bad football team would say to warm themselves up. All right. It's 12 years hey. to the day, Hugh. Pound that potato out there, folks. Okay. You got uh, a truth for me? I do. Truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right. Uh, I like to predict things here at Truth of the Week that I see coming that will be truths of at some point in our future. Uh, we talked about the triple quarterback formations, multiple quarterbacks in the field, uh, going for, you know, making it nine. Whenever you're up by one, you score a touchdown instead of going for eight. So I just like to say this stuff before anyone else says them. I think a, a, a new play, I was watching one of the games this weekend. It was third and 18, and they were right at the, they were right at like the, you know, their own 45, their own, their own 35. And it was like third and 16. And I just thought to myself, like with the receivers they had in the field, I forget who it was. Might have been Atlanta. And uh, I'm like, imagine you just did a surprise Hail Mary right now. I mean, I know the surprise is over two seconds into the play, three seconds. But you might not have the personnel on the field to, to adequately cover it. When you see a Hail Mary coming, you, you go into a certain dime package defense, whatever. And, you know, I'm not trying to X and O's. You don't have the coach here to help me out. But I think something we'll see that... I call it almost, you know, brain analytics, where I can think of stuff that's common sense enough where analytics would agree with me. Brain analytics. Brain analytics. You use your brain to think of stuff that's common sense enough that analytics would agree with you. You should probably go for almost every fourth down that's under fourth and six. I, 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 you just think that. That makes sense. You're going to get enough of them. Uh, and analytics agrees. 
you know, you should pass the ball more and deeper more than run it. You know, that's just there's stuff that just scores more. You should go for two a lot because you're going to win the game instead of be tied more often. I think the the third down play that you're going to run, you see so many, so many of these six, seven, eight-yard plays just to get like a better punting position, right? Who cares? Your punter's not consistent enough where that six, extra six, seven yards matters. They might just add a little extra oomph or get an extra bounce. Punting's so random with where it ends up that who cares about that extra six yards? I think analytics would agree with me. And I think that a surprise Hail Mary type play is a better play than going for the 18 yards that everyone's expecting you to try to get or the check down before that or the draw play to get eight. What's more likely to work? You throw out your four best receivers to all run deep. And some Hail Mary, you could even get creative with the style of Hail Mary. And I'm not saying this is rocket science that people don't do this already and throw deep cutting outs on third and 18 to go for it. But I like to see it more on third and 13, third and 14. If you're not as confident in your first-year quarterback, uh, you know what's easy to throw? A hell fucking Mary, if you can get it there. It's not as easy to throw that third and 18 throw. Not nearly. And you know what? Maybe it gets picked, but far of stats, okay? Maybe you're, you know, if you have a veteran quarterback, maybe they don't want to throw it, but who cares? You're the coach of the team. Do it. Surprise Hail Marys on anything that's over third and 12. I think will be something that analytics points to and that somewhere down the line, uh, it'll be more normal. Watch for the surprise Hail Mary. Or just, you know what? Watch for the Hail Mary. It's not the end of the half. It's not the end of the game. It's the first quarter, and it's third and 13, and we're going to punt it anyway. And you teach your guys to be a little more defensive up there if they can, uh, you know, if they, if they know they can't get it. But, yeah, you have a second wave of your, your O-line in, and maybe you have... Maybe you have some guys in at tight end that are just out there to tackle that guy and so that they don't run back a pick six. But how often do they really run back the 102-yard pick six out of a Hail Mary bunch? You know, you see the big interception returns on, like, normal plays from the, from the end zone. 102-yard, crazy. But from a Hail Mary, not so much. So uh, compared to a punt return, you know, maybe the guy selfish tries to run it out, gets tackled on the two anyway. I think analytics will agree, to me, agree with me Especially you, if you take the extra time in practice to practice Hail Marys like they're in every down, like, like they're in every set play. You practice Hail Marys 50% more than the people practice defending them. You're going to get better at them. I think it's a high percent. If you catch it, it's a touchdown. This, if you have a guy like DK Metcalf on the team and you practice it 50% more times, you tell me this is, you're not going to be better at it? Third and 12 are over. I'm throwing a Hail Mary. Let's go. Maybe not all the time, but a lot more than, than now. Jeff's Brainalytics. There we go. Uh, <clears throat> Coach, we'll have to get him on to see if he agrees with me. So you want the Hail Mary to be the new three-pointer of the NBA. Once yeah. a foreign concept. Yeah. Now can't be lived without. Now, like, one every five downs, you're throwing. Not maybe, okay, that's too I far. I understand what you're saying. But, like, a lot more often. A lot more often. 60-yard bombs to the end zone that aren't necessarily open. But it's, you're going to punt the next down anyway. Speaking of punting, I think somebody's on to your little uh, obscure formation and down thing. Did you notice that the Giants on Monday night almost never had somebody back? Yeah, that was, that, was, that was odd. They went for punt blocks. So they went for punt blocks. They used the wind. 
yep. they can do. They were doing it when the guy was punting into the wind. Smart. But, you know, I used to do some punting. When you know that the house is coming. You no, first you, sentence on his Tinder page. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, used to do Tinder some page punting. Used to be me and, <laughs> as a punting pick and me and a wife. That's right. Huck used game. to be a holder. He yeah, that's it. That's exciting. Told us before the show. Huck used to be a holder. That's what you and we got. Uh, we got a kicker. We got a holder. A backup QB. Backup quarterback who who had a couple of games. Third string wideout. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hashtag big. But the the Giants uh, by sending everybody their gunners, their return man. Yeah. Uh, the kicker can't go full launch. He knows he now has half a second less, or he doesn't know what hole they're coming through, right? So he's not going to get off that 60-yarder that you might be worried about by not having the guy. Two, you got the wind that they know that's their home field. Yeah. And three, the six to seven yards that might be lost with a great bounce isn't is worth the risk of that's a what I mean. punt. That's what I mean. That it's all the, the end of the last 20 yards of your punt are so random. What the hell did, does it matter? Like, did, did the guy let it bounce? Did he pick it up? Did it, did the third bounce bounce backwards? Is that worth your third down play? I don't think so. Can I say how offended I am at how much you guys laughed when <laughs> I told you that I did some punting? I used to do some punting. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I don't get it. You, you even knew it. Huck, I get it. He was still laughing. Rarely does he get choked I'm, up like I'm this. I'm just picturing, like, I know this, isn't your t- this wasn't your Tinder page back in the day when you had Tinder, but I'm picturing like a belly out picture for the Bellagio with shades on, first sentence, holla, I used to do some punting. <laughs> uh, yo, one last holler, yo. Uh, Lexi and the Beast at Glen Cade Convenience for all your Sunday pro-line needs. Blower in the West Mall. Giddy up to all, yeah. Head up. Over in the uh, Centennial Studio neighborhood, Glen Cade. Hit up Blower locals only Mall. if you're going downtown Toronto or Washington football. Heated patios, big TV and frosty beverages. Uh, and uh, shout out to Team LTD who will be providing the big prize. Should talk to Scotty last week, fired up about it. And uh, it's going to be even bigger than we thought. Oh, hello. Some free because uh, it's going to end around Christmas before the playoffs. Right. It's going to throw in a little Christmas package. So second place and third place will be getting something too. Um, our current standings in our team LTD. Look who's talking. Q picks point spread standings. We have uh, myself number one, but I don't win my own contest. I'm 35 and 13. Uh, hold on one second here. Love a good fine printer. And in. Second place, we have no, Jake. Give the podium minus you. Yeah, okay, I'm doing it. This has been a lot of work, by the way, folks. Jesus. <laughs> that, that Yahoo uh, AI, yeah, they do a lot of work. Okay, uh, Jake Friskney, for, <laughs> my boy, Jake, are currently sitting number one, uh, 30 and 18. Number two, close behind him, our boy Dewey, James Duhamel, 29 and 19. This is great picking from our listeners. Back off. Get your own sandwich. And dude. Mike Mattersbacker, 28 and 16. Mike missed uh, most of the picks, but got in and got the Sunday Nighter and the Monday Nighter. So he got, only got two right, but uh, he got them both. And you, he's still one ahead of our boy Brian Hiller. When you lose focus for no reason, yep. it's easy to miss a week. Yeah. Tough week for our boy Gunner down there in the basement, but we love you, Gunner, and uh, keep going. Oh, we love you, Gunner. And we got a, we got a bunch more picks, too, but people aren't, haven't caught up to the leaderboard yet because they just entered, like, week seven or eight. 
So in the uh, spirit, so you're not actually in the basement, Rodney, but you're just on the main page basement. So in the spirit of uh, bet openly, yeah, um, I'm gonna randomly pick when you post these standings. Yeah, who's gonna have the good week? Okay, I like that. And I want to see some of the Insta followers out there. It's getting, uh, you know, it's getting a solid followership here. Yep. And answer the bet. If you think he's not gonna, you name the stakes. I'll take it. Bet openly, right? Giddy up. Uh, Big shout out one more time to the Zapata Flyboard Show team. Rocking and rolling out there in China. I'm so happy for you boys. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you soon. Uh, yeah, anything for Shut the Huck Up? Go Titans, they're coming back. Giddy up, folks. Uh, remember, Joe Farvin Burrow. Bet against him at your own risk for the next 15 years. Should be a hell of a week. It's football weather. Mike's sticking to it. Smash and sprinkle. All in New York, New York. Happy Election Day. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabond shoes. They are longing to stray. Right through the very heart of it, New York, New York. I want to wake up, Mammy, in a city that doesn't sleep. And find I'm king of the hill, top of the heap, my little town blue. They are melting away. I'll make a brand new start of it in old New York. If I can make it there, 